hello, hello. What's going on, Philip? Hey, Brian. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, man. It's always good to see you. I am very excited today because we have a guest that I've actually gotten to work with on stage before. And I decided I'm with wine tonight. Very, very posh. I think it's hysterical that when you walk in the door and greet me and sit down, my daughter comes around the corner and the first thing out of her mouth is, would you both like some wine? <laughs> how did you How did you know? <laughs> Atlanta comes down with a bottle open. <laughs> oh, hi, Brian. Do we have, should we have like a special chime or ring every time we come through the door? That <laughs> if, if we do that, I want to drill a hole straight through the floor and I want to have one of the old school ropes that I can just pull on and a bell rings. <laughs> a little, just make a little elevator from upstairs and they'll just put it on the rack bing, and just lower it bing, down. Bing. Mm. Or we can make a little bar in here. I mean, oh, hang on, Daddy needs his wine. <laughs> That—that's the special stash. <laughs> That'd be so horrible. I'm uh, already in enough trouble with the second graders as is. I don't need any more uh, fuel on this fire. Well, maybe they'll enjoy the podcast. Let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock, the show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys have joined the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. That's right. More like I don't knock, but Philip's generous enough to let me just walk through his door. But it's a podcast where if you've joined us for the first time, we get together and have a good time. We have relevant conversations, good banter, good friends. I mean, it's where special things happen. Isn't that right, Philip? Indeed. We have mood, set, wine, poured, guest on the docket. I'm feeling pretty good about this one. I'm feeling great about this one. Well, we feel great every day. This is our therapy, right? <laughs> this is, we don't have to pay for shrinks. We're using each other. Yeah, this is therapy. You owe me some money. I'd, oh, put it on my tab. I'll be like, what, what's his name? Norm from Cheers. <laughs> it's like just just put it on my tab. You kind of are like Norm for Cheers. That's that's, that's actually pretty appropriate. I sit appropriate. in this exact spot, right? Would that make me Cliff? Ooh, sure. As long as I'm not Cliff. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. I feel like Poor I would be Cliff. more of a Sam. I can see that you would think you'd be more of a Sam. <laughs> you'd be more of Diane Chambers. Dude. <laughs> but, which is wrong because it's my last name. Okay, no, no, my, or Frazier. I would definitely be more Frazier. You'd be more Frazier. You definitely would. Actually, I'd be more Frazier's brother from the Oh, from the Niles? Spin-off. Very, very My favorite character by I far. I love him. Yeah. David Hyde Pierce. Love him as an actor. But before we get off on too many tangents here. That's we what wanna, we do. <laughs> that's all we do. <laughs> we want to welcome you guys to Neighbors Don't Knock. So hit that subscribe button. You can catch episodes every Friday with us. That's right. We drop a new episode every Friday. We have fantastic guests. We've had a great season. I'm thrilled with all the guests we've had on. This has been really special. I feel very blessed. Everyone has been so wonderful and and so um, forthright and willing to work with us. It's been great. Yeah. We just want to let everyone know thank you for all of our past guests who are listening out there, all of our new listeners. Welcome. We're just here to expand the neighborhood. That's right. The neighborhood does not mean literally right next door. We're expanding everywhere. No, in fact, today we're going to be expanding into another neighborhood in Texas. That's true. We are. Well, let's get it. Let's get into it right now. So our guest today is the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency based here in Houston, Texas. That's right. The host and producer of a top rated podcast as well called the Social Sunshine Podcast and the founder of Small Biz Social Society, a membership that helps ambitious entrepreneurs create exciting content for social media. You also may have seen her on social media, and maybe some of you know her as the Peloton Dancer. (laughs) That's right. You may have seen her dancing on a treadmill, Peloton treadmill, or her bike, or even just on the ground having a great time. She's reached over 10 million video views on TikTok and Instagram Reels, And as a successful and hardworking entrepreneur, we are thankful that she has just etched out some time to spend with us. We want to welcome to the show, Brittany Crossan. Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with my wine. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
Yes, yes, absolutely. Cheers. Yeah, it's it's a oh, yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a virtual. It's our virtual cheers, right? <laughs> Isn't it fun though hearing an intro where you get to listen to somebody else talk about everything that you've been doing for the past couple of years? Like, holy crap, I've been busy. <laughs> it's like, oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but but keep going. But keep going. But yeah. Keep going. <laughs> but yeah, stop. Come on. Yeah. I could always use a little more, right? Oh, wait, Philip, you don't do your own intro. I'm when not sure what I would morning? say. Here's this guy from New England who's now on a podcast. Uh, what? Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what. You write my intro. I'll write your intro. And then we just post it on the mirror. And every day you get ready. You just go through and you read it. And, and hey, you can change the theme song every day if you want. Okay. Well, before we get farther into this, <laughs> challenge for our listeners. Social media challenge for our listeners. Go ahead and post up if you have time. I want to hear what you think my intro would be. As well or, or as at least Brian what his theme song, our theme song should be. I, everyone has their own idea what a theme song. Brittany, do you have a theme song? Oh, gosh. I was like, oh, crap. He's about to ask me about a theme song. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Think of something. Um, you know, what? what is that song? Um, I, I'm so bad. It's going it, to... DJ Khaled, I think, and he says, nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Is that okay? <laughs> you're asking the wrong person to, to go oh, to go recently. Anyway, it's a really cool song. Oh. You're gonna See, I was going to go. I was going to go um, old school 90s because all the videos that I've seen that you've done on social media with the dancing on the treadmill and the, and the bicycling and all that. It reminds me so much of uh, what was that? That really popular pop artist for like a day and a half in the middle. No, 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 no. Vitamin C. That oh, song, that song, C? that the song, graduation song. No, the song "Smile," the one that put her on the map, not the graduation song that came oh, later. Okay, but put a smile on your face. That whole no, no, no. no. Oh, I, I, I lean, that's I lean. nice. Yeah. That's a, thank you. You're welcome. Good one. <laughs> but I'm also thinking like some salt and pepper push it. There you, you go. <laughs> there you go. That's that's a little more uh, adult sultry. I, I I can appreciate how that would be a desire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let's talk about sex, baby. No, no. I mean, we're not, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> I, you know what I think about that song? It's so funny. Y'all probably have these experiences. I think back about like the year that came out and how old I was. I knew all the lyrics. Homegirl was rapping in the back of the suburban, and I'm like, "What the hell was happening?" My mom was just like, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny you say that. I grew up uh, quite far away from where I went to school, and so my parents would drive me in every day, or I would catch a ride with a friend. But it was like a you know, 35 minute, 40 minute drive on the highway. So of course, 14, 15, 13 years old, I'd be singing along these pop songs and my mom's going, yeah, yeah. Wow. If you can memorize uh, your math homework, like you can memorize <laughs> song lyrics, you know, but these songs were wholly inappropriate for anybody, let alone a 13 year old, you know, like I'm rocking out just singing along. I don't think my mom actually paid attention to what was being said. I, it's, it's funny that you say that because now thinking back to it, because I listened today to some of the lyrics and some of these songs that we hear, it's very easy to hear so much more than when we were growing up, at least in my opinion. Dude, but I'm talking like Nine Inch Nails. No, no, I mean, no. There was some not I, I know, clean like stuff. Tool, like Tool, you had Marilyn Manson stuff coming out. Even, even things like TLC and, and A Collective Soul. Like they were, like if you listen, if you actually go back and listen to the songs, you're like, Wow. I mean, Aerosmith, for crying out loud. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you can count Tool and Marilyn Manson off of our list of future listeners. <laughs> now that you just jumped right from you just jumped right from them to TLC. I, well, I was just I don't know why. I don't know why that just Oh yeah, you know, the same camp. They're in the same camp. <laughs> I, I had a I had a friend that I grew up with in band. We were we uh, our French horn, French horn buddies, right? One year we were pop kids with moose in our hair and preppy whatever one summer goes by he shows back up eighth grade year dressed in black collar goth tool shirt and i didn't really know how to talk to him after that i blame the matrix <laughs> he took the wrong <laughs> pill. i do he took the wrong he pill the wrong i blame pill. the matrix Brittany. so so brian was a band geek we know this from uh, previous episodes and but didn't wind up performing until later in life were you always a performer growing up or did this happen to you somehow like lightning struck when you were older and, and decided you had to be on uh on on yeah. film and stage no and <laughs> no always yeah so I started dance class whenever I was three um oh wow and yeah so and I was always in dance class and I, I grew up in a small town uh south of Houston called Lake Jackson so and um there wasn't you know big opportunity for for much as a performer so you just do what you can right so it was like dance classes 
beauty pageants. Yes, I said it. Um, I was, (laughs) I was in, I was into, and let me tell you, I won too. <laughs> well done. Congratulations. But, but I'm going to I'm going to lean on the talent portion of that because the actual beauty pageant walking section may have not been my best work. And and you but, know um, you seem very well rounded so you clearly uh, survived the emotional damage and and therapy has gone yes. well for you and all that. Right, I survived. I'm fine. We, there were only two, thank goodness. We stopped after that. Um, <laughs> not yeah, touring, yeah, the, not touring the country. Ever since I was a kid, yeah, I've always performed and then started doing um you know, theater, whenever I get a little older, um, in high school and acting classes and then some film, television, more theater and so on and so forth. Yeah. I, I have to ask you, because you mentioned you were from Lake Jackson and I actually have a good friend from Lake Jackson. What? I, I know. <laughs> it's a small world. No, but his mom ran a dance studio, I believe, in Lake Jackson. And so I was just wondering if you went to her dance studio. Uh, his name is Brian Davis. And yeah. I, I can't remember the name of his mom's yeah, dance studio. Yeah, you're friends with Brian. I know Brian Davis. You I mean, know, Bri- not, you know, but yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, his sister's Carissa. I'm calling out their family now on the show. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And their address <laughs> is. Yeah. Yeah. Social security number. Yeah, they're at 555. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. We, don't um, worry. We yes, do that frequently I, I do on this know, show. I do know that family. And yes, she was a dance teacher at the dance school that one of them that I went to. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So see, yeah. wow, small world, very small world. I don't know if I should be amazed or disturbed right now. <laughs> I I don't know. It just some certain things. It, it to me, it's it, what I call it the uh, the weird world of theater or maybe mm-hmm. performers. It's just it, you realize how small it is when you get yeah. into that world. It doesn't matter if someone is not from Houston or from Texas, at one point you probably have crossed paths in some kind of capacity. See, uh, it's I, really weird. I feel so educated right now because I've always just called it the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Well, <laughs> that would be Kevin's term for it. <laughs> Indeed. I mean, and Kevin, if you want to defend yourself, come on the show. That's right. I'm just happy that he finally came around to that because it was my understanding that when that first thing was, was going on, he was annoyed by it. So now that he's amused by it, it's like, oh, well, well what, way to chill out. My guy. name's still relevant. Yeah, way, way, to be, way to be truly footloose. I, I don't have to do anything. You know? They're still talking about me. Yeah, you are now footloose and fancy free. Good job. Well, Brittany, we're so glad to have you. You work so hard. Uh, everything you do, you have your hand in everything. You are a hustler out there. I love it. Um, you have your own company, mm-hmm. uh, Fun Love Media. Tell us about Fun Love Media. What is it specifically that you that you do with Fun Love Media, and and how did you get started with that? So what we do is um, social media management and content creation. So content creation meaning making any sort of content that can be used on social media, but also, I guess, anywhere online, you could use it in emails or websites, I guess, but, you know, creating uh, short videos and uh, copy for captions and photos and the whole shebang, right? Everything you need to post on social media. Yeah. Creating all that, actually managing it, you know? So like some businesses don't want to manage their own social. So we actually do that for them. A lot of online marketing related things. I started it actually, actually one of my first clients when I was still freelancing and I hadn't actually named the company was, um, was somebody that I worked with in the theater. Yeah. And so we did like a video for the, for the play and all kinds of stuff, but take that Kevin um, Bacon. <laughs> but uh, that was, I don't know, a few years back. I like social media so much because as an actor, as a performer, like that's, that's a hell of a stage. Like this is exciting for me. Like, you know, and, and I became a mommy and it got busier and it was it's very inconvenient and not very happy of a feeling to like miss out on dinner time and bedtime for my kids every single night for many weeks in a row, you know? So it was nice to use social media as like that outlet basically. And I remember when MySpace was, um, I don't know if that, like I'm aging myself. Well, y'all are with No, me. I, I had, my, I had MySpace. I actually, I don't even so remember great. what happened to it. I just, <laughs> I, I guess I forgot my uh, password. Fa- Facebook happened to it. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, Facebook did, Facebook happen, did to happen to it. But I still had MySpace for a while and I just stopped logging in and I, I don't know. It was just, it was, well, I thought it was so fun. I was like, what the hell is this? Wait a minute. You mean like just anybody can see these things I'm putting out to the universe? And it, it, you know, to me, it was so fun. So I think I just had a natural love for social media from the get go. Yeah. It's, it's effectively like giving, uh, you know, the frontliner, the, the headliner performer rather on stage, like control of the spotlight. Right, like yeah. here, you just just click here whenever you want on you. Wait, wait, no, no, it's Bluetooth. Remote. It's already been on you. It's yeah, it's it's already just you just walk and it follows you. 
right? <laughs> I'm picturing like right. Bugs Bunny, you know, and, and like <laughs> discovering this whole, I can control the spotlight. You know, what's up, Doc? Well, okay, who do you guys think would be the most social media savvy of animated characters? Oh, I see Philip's face. And don't say the captain, the wheel from Wally. If you say the wheel from Wally, I swear to God. That's not fair. <laughs> that is below the belt. And I'm going to go with Anna from Frozen. You think Anna would be the most I do. social media savvy? She had a long time without her sister. She, she, <laughs> she, didn't, you know. she needed that platform. <laughs> she, was, she, she was grabbing the king and queen's iPad and just posting up, I'm telling you. That's oh. amazing. That's a good one. I, I, I'm, wow. thinking of, I'm thinking of Maui from Moana. Like, he's definitely a camera hog. That's and he a, definitely, definitely wants a good one. That's a really yeah. good one. Okay, so hang on a second. So I'm saying Anna would be all over Facebook. Which one would Maui be on? I think that Instagram, he would be right? Instagram, yeah. Instagram. He's or, visual. Or maybe he wants, yeah. Instagram or TikTok. Oh, that's true. So I was picturing him like like Snapchatting his tattoos, jumping around and stuff, and <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I actually like that <laughs> actually a lot. You're actually giving me some ideas, Philip. Like... <laughs> it's okay. Listen, I only take three percent. It's no big deal. <laughs> just, just, I'll, I'll just have put my little, people call your people. There put you a go. little NDK on his muscle to make it move uh, <laughs> for you. Um, I like that you say NDK, and and me and all of our listeners know that you really mean a picture of your face. Well, <laughs> that's like I mean, what that's you actually okay. mean by That's that. okay with me. It's the money shot, right? That's the, how we have to hey do baby. it. That's right. Hey, hey. So, uh, so okay. So, so you came to want to help people manage social media accounts and and, and figure out how to maximize content. I assume. How yeah, the well, heck did how how, does, how do you stumble in? How do you, how do you suddenly wake up and go? I should manage people's social media accounts. Well, I know it's it, it. So I'm finally one of those people that's like. I don't know. It just happened. And I always thought those people were so full of it. I'm like, what? You just stumbled into a career? Seriously? Um, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, I had friends that were business owners that noticed that I love social media and I would, I kind of did my own things with just like some little bitty side businesses and stuff. And I would talk about it on social. And so then I'm like, will you please help me? I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I hate social media. And one thing led to another. And suddenly I had a business that I did not mean to create um, because in my mind for four-ish years ago, I was still like trying to do the acting thing as my thing, you know? And um, So that was my next question. My next question was going to be about the timeline. So we're talking about four-ish years ago? Yeah. Okay. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, these all are well-established already when you're kind of transitioning into this career. Well, TikTok wasn't um, yet. That's the newest one. But yeah, so Facebook and Instagram. And so I just started helping people with their stuff. And then seriously, I had to Google other people's pricing to know what to price it, at, which I'm sure anybody out there that's had a business, you totally understand. And I'm just going to go ahead and be honest. Like you don't always know what to charge. Yeah, and we can so relate. Just, yeah, can relate. absolutely. We can relate, especially when we, like we were starting out and, and we were talking about, you know, oh, we have people that are interested in sponsoring the show and things like that. And when you're starting out from almost nothing, you got to you got to find a, a starting point. So we did an insane amount of research. So we actually can really relate to that. Is it easy for you now? Yeah. Yeah. Things are pretty easy. Um, it's not, it's not a chore to do the work I do anymore. Or, and I don't think it really ever was. I don't, I don't think. And I also grew up in, in a small business and a family business. My dad still, still owns and runs it to this day. It's a uh, shout out to signal electronics down in Freeport, but he, you know, I, I grew up there. He started it whenever I was two and we would go there um, sometimes like after hours, my brothers and I, and we play hide and seek and we, you know, we were just in the environment all the time. And then whenever I was 16, I actually started working at the family business. So, and I, and I still, I, now I'm 40 and I still help contribute like a tiny bit, the best I can. So I've had so many years of, I mean, that's, it's so valuable now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful, right? To have learned all these little lessons about business from him. I have a side question related to that. Does your, do your, yeah. your father's business, your family business, is, is there a storefront involved, like a retail space? Eh, it's more service, but I it's mean, they have service. an office. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I only ask because a dear friend of mine, his, his father growing up had a, a retail store and we just thought it was the coolest thing as kids, hanging out in the back room in the stock room of the store. 
Yes. You know, that was just like, wow. It's like the inside <laughs> yeah, scoop. Yeah, because you're, to... you're where, where other people are not supposed Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, it was <laughs> this like, whole, yes, like, oh, only, yes. only we can go back there, you know, little VIP I totally kids. understand. Yeah, yeah. And, my, and I always think about, like, whenever my friend, my childhood best friend and I, we would go up there sometimes with my dad, and we would play office. I'm doing quotes, playing office. And we actually, like, took out the pens and the papers that people's desk and played. And I'm thinking now, I'm like, Holy shit, those ladies are probably like, what do they do with my stuff? <laughs> but we Poor woman fun. comes in, stacks of paper missing. She's like, where the, the hell is the stapler in here again? again? I guess we're not invoicing this month, Tom. You know? <laughs> oh, that's cute. I love it. I do love yeah. that. I do love that. How does the Peloton dancer fit into all of this? Is this just a you? Because I, I've seen this, and you and I have been been friends over social media for a while uh, since we did a show, I believe. Um, yeah, and I don't remember how long ago now that was. Feels forever ago. I know. I think it's been four four years. Oh, has it really been that long? Okay, four four years. Wow, four years. <laughs> four years. In fact, the one thing, and and I will say this just as a side note, the one thing I remember what uh, Brittany and I had because my my role in the show was a little bit smaller. And I, I came out, and the one thing I remember always doing to her every night in that performance was sniffing her. I actually, yes, that's right, that's I, right. <laughs> I actually looked her up and down and went <laughs> and sniffed her on stage. It took me a couple of seconds to figure out if that was in character or not. I w- <laughs> It was totally in character. It was totally in character. I, at least I. That'd yeah, be really awkward. So. That'd be very awkward right now. Slider. So- <laughs> you stink. You know, it was like- <laughs> no, no, it, it was, it was, uh, it was just a, a, a moment. I just, a choice I made. So okay. I, well, now that you've disturbed us It was a good, it was a good choice, else, Brian. It, it was, was a good what, choice. I really thought you would never look at me again after that. So I, I honestly, I, I thought after that, and you're like, you're like, you sniffed me. I was like, yeah, that's mm. all I had. I didn't have anything <laughs> else. <laughs> so I was like, oh, so we're, we're still talking to this day so apparently it wasn't it wasn't life scarring utterly no disturbing. we're good so we are good so okay so performer you you got into the social media did that is that how the peloton thing kind of came about yeah well uh yeah uh, so the answer is yes and yes so i <laughs> i um <laughs> so i started taking soul cycle classes a few years ago because i saw the real housewives do soul cycle classes. Um, yes. Oh, that's right. You're a big reality TV fan. I'm a big reality TV fan. I'm a big real housewives fan. I'm still, um, I'm still hesitating. I need, I need to quit putting off the essay I'm going to write about how the real housewives are actually a good thing for females in society, but what, you know, we can talk about that later. Anyway, we'll, we'll, um, <laughs> we'll circle back around to that in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I watched them on this show and they're all at Soul Cycle and they're on these bikes and there's music and they're jamming and they're sweating. And I, I was a, I'm a runner. So to me, cardio is life. It's everything. And I was like, this looks like fun. So I start taking Soul Cycle classes, but we live outside of the city. I was driving all the way to River Oaks and it was inconvenient and I wouldn't go regularly enough. Peloton caught my eye, of course, the bike. And I had to have it. And then my husband grabbed it for me for Christmas a few Christmases ago. And I rode that for a while. But the real magic started once I got the treadmill a year later. Um, So it's funny, but the actual details of it are that, and I'm, (laughs) it's not an ad, but I, you know, on the Peloton treadmill, this, the slat, it's like a slat tread. Yeah. It has a small curve, right? Yeah. And the rubber, it's rubberized. So it's not like a belt, like a regular treadmill. So when I first got on it, when we got it, I was like, ooh, this is very sturdy. <laughs> and it's also very tall. And I th- felt like I was on a stage, quite frankly. And uh, it has indeed turned into a stage. And honestly, I just decided to start making videos, having fun dancing on that and on the bike just for the heck of it. Like, I, I don't know. They started really blowing up more after everything really went crazy with the pandemic and everything. Oh, so over a year ago now. And um, I thought, well, this is fun. People are laughing at this. I mean, it's a grown ass woman dancing on a treadmill. Like, how are we not going to laugh at this together? This is amazing. And so they liked it. And I thought this is really special because as a performer, right, you you probably relate, like you want to give to the audience, you want to feed off of each other. You know, you're the whole purpose behind it is to help people smile or cry or laugh or feel or think. And so 
this was my way of doing it, you know, and the video started exploding. Yeah. You know, two admissions from me, um, one, one just by chance and one completely guilty. So when Brian first introduced me to you and your information and sent me the link to those videos, I watched one <laughs> and my immediate reaction was what the fuck did I just watch? And then I watched like seven more. <laughs> That's the guilty admission. I was like, I can't stop watching her do this. What am I watching? <laughs> well, you look like you're having so much fun. I was laughing my ass it. off. I mean, I am. it's, and kind of this brings me back to this point. I love the fact that how positive you are with it and how much you look like you're having fun. And it doesn't really matter what other people think. It, you're not putting negative things out there. The exact right. opposite. Tremendously right. it's, positive. It's tremendously positive. And people, I think, gravitate towards positivity. I mean, now more than ever, I really think that's a constant. So do you get requests for more of these? Do people post up like, do something else, you know, do, yeah. do Tupac? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've gotten song requests. Like just recently, speaking of salt and pepper, push it. I did that song on my bike the other day because a girl I know wanted me to. Uh, yeah, cool. we're taking song requests, whatever. Oh, whatever so now, now you're want. DJ dancing on a bike. So oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to give the people what they want. The, flood, the floodgates, um, the floodgates right. just opened, that's by right. the way. It's just going to be nonstop emails for her, you know. Is it a very simple thing for you to do? You just have your camera set up and you just click and then you go? Yeah, it's actually, it's funny. It's actually, it accidentally became my entire marketing plan for my business because I, I mean, I, I legit have like one of my best clients saw me in my Peloton dancing videos in a Peloton mom related Facebook group. I have multiple clients and customers and things because of those videos. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting concept and it's something that a lot of people don't talk about that do social media marketing. Cause I guess maybe they've just never tried dancing on a treadmill. I don't know, but it's really, um, it's something I actually teach now intentionally not dancing on treadmills, but hey, I don't, I'm not trying to be liable. You know, you dance on your uh, treadmill yeah. at your own risk. I was about to say danger, danger, Will <laughs> yeah, Robinson. No, you, that's at your own risk. Peloton in the, no way form. the concept of, of doing something like that on social media is what I mean. Like, like, creating content that you want to about something that you're passionate about or that you're having fun with. So if you do happen to also, you know, have a business, you know, you don't always have to be like, I'm on Instagram and I want to tell you about my business. It doesn't have to be like that. You know, you just create the kind of content to draw people into you and then you have fun with it. And then you then might end up getting, you know, clients because of that. <clears throat> well, what's the, what's one of the biggest things when clients come to you that they struggle with the most with social media? Um, I don't, I don't know what to post. Nobody cares about my life. It's not very interesting. I can't be disciplined enough to keep doing it. I'll do good for a week and then I stop. Those are all very, very common. And, and you hear those pretty much across the board. Yeah. And with all different kinds of businesses too. I mean, people that you just are, are, are sure they have their shit together. <laughs> don't always can't always quite get in the groove with yeah, social media yeah. you know and well I mean for social media in and of itself right it, it's it's so we, we've learned this the hard way at least I have it, it's so uh important to constantly be driving content right content is yeah. gold and I, I can see that I can see how some people would feel very intimidated by this idea of one of the first things I'm sure you tell them is look you just have to post regularly yeah. And they're going, well, what, what do I post? Yeah. What do I I'm, I'm good once, once a month, you know? <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. And you're like, no, not once a month. No. no. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. tough. It's, it's, it's daunting. It's, 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 you know, it's something to get used to for some people still. I mean, even though it's been around a little bit, it's, I mean, in the big picture, think about it. Social media is still pretty new. Without uh, doubt. Yeah. I, it's still a crazy way of advertising yourself. You think about everything that's out there with social media whether someone's having fun, you're, you're, you're advertising something. And, and I like the fact that you're putting something out there positive because I try to stay away from Twitter. I mean, I, I yeah. use it because I feel like that, yeah. that social media network is very negative. I actually talk about this a lot too, because I want to encourage people, right? I mean, that, that's just one of my most favorite things to do, no matter what we're talking about really, but specifically with social media, I mean, to encourage people that it is good. And if you hate social media, you're doing it wrong. That's what I tell people. And that's the truth. And I, I'm living proof of, of that being a fact. And, you know, there's all kinds of little tips and tricks and things you can do. You can curate your, your feed in a way that, I mean, quit following accounts that are negative or quit following accounts that are making you mad or maybe making you feel jealous or I don't know, whatever your feelings are. Um, don't follow that, you know, fill your feed with, with accounts that make you either feel good, learn, inspire, 
motivate you, you know, whatever you need in your life, obviously. And <clears throat> that's what you should be surrounding yourself with is social media. And then if you're also putting good out there, then it's an amazing combination. You we know? have that conversation a lot in my house because my wife will say, Hey, did you see what so-and-so said? It's so awful. I said, no, I didn't see it. She goes, why not? I said, cause I don't follow so-and-so because <laughs> I, I, I everything they say it. is I awful. I want to see that, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I unf There's this magic little thing, unfollow. I'm like the, uh, the 90 year old man of the podcast. I'm completely confused by social media and I'm a tech junkie. Two years. Two years older than me. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a complete old. I'm a complete geek. So yeah. old. I'm I'm a tech junkie. I'm a complete geek, but I, I just uh the, the wide world of the internet has just way, way, way surpassed me in, in my in my patience levels. But I do find the Twitter comment really funny because I was actually making a comment on an, on a flight a couple of years ago. There was a woman next to me and, and the stewardess on a United flight. Uh, forgive, forgive me, I'm sorry. The flight attendant on a United flight really, really pissed this woman off because, I don't know, they got like, a drink order wrong. And she's right on Twitter. Oh, my God. Worst flight attendant ever. Oh, my God. Right? And she's all... <laughs> like in you know, instant? Just, oh, is wow. it? Hashtag United. Hashtag flight so-and-so. Right? Hashtag United <laughs> yeah, She's just bitching, right? And she got, a, she got a response. She got a response in flight. From some United rep that was like, oh, we're so sorry you had a bad experience. Someone's job and, to yeah, literally monitor we'll, all that. We'll give you a, a free voucher for a free other shitty drink. You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's the weirdest. <laughs> it was the strangest thing. And I'm thinking to myself, is this really what this has become? Like Twitter really? Oh, my God. You know, they, just, they just see that news report from Fox News. Oh, my God. You know, what would have been, be been hilarious is if the Wi-Fi in the plane had gone out right as she's typing her, her tweet. <laughs> And then she, what would she do? Just throw her phone? I, she'd be, I she'd be in the terminal. She'd be in the terminal after exiting the jetway, and it'd be like hashtag thirty minutes late. Hashtag no Wi-Fi. Ah. <laughs> she just lock herself in the bathroom for the rest of the flight. Just you know? so mad. Just so mad. She's sitting on one of the little like wheelie chairs they have. She's texting. See, her. and and now Brittany, I, I actually could picture you if you were witnessing this. I could picture you filming this and making this like. Like, oh, poor woman's having a rough day. Let's cheer her up. And then, like, you do, like, a dance down the aisle. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quit spreading that negativity on Twitter, lady. What the hell? Right. Social media is your friend. It becomes a very relevant topic around everything that we do. And it's funny, Brittany, you were, you were saying a lot of things that I know you were referring to social media, but those are things that should be applied just to life. If we think about it, it's just now that social media is so much a part of our society and a part of the way that we interact with each other, it, it just has integrated so, I, I don't even know the word, so cleanly. I suppose. In a way. And, and, and I becoming, mean, becoming bigger, right? Brittany, do you have clients that are podcasters? Yeah. Other than yourself. Other than yourself in your own podcast. <laughs> other than me, yes. There is, there is another one, yeah. I imagine that's going to grow. You know, I, I keep on seeing yeah. these, these huge companies are putting so much money now behind the industry that podcasting has become. If you look at Apple's announcements last week. And, and Spotify Spotify recently, following suit. Yeah, exactly. All these subscriptions and helping. I'm yet to see if, if these recent rollouts, in, in my opinion, are actually helping them because podcasting is so big or if it's actually going to be helping podcasters. I I'm hoping for the latter, you know, but, but Brittany, you have, let's, let's talk about your podcast because you are a podcaster. Your, your podcast is the social sunshine podcast. And it really, when you say that, yeah, you, you can't, I don't know what else you would call it. I am like, yeah, that's totally <laughs> Brittany. That's that, that is her. It says it. But how did that come about? Was that again, something that split off from some of your other projects or business, or was that something you always wanted to do? I wanted to have a podcast for like probably four or five years before I started. My, I started listening to podcasts daily, um, like for fun, for entertainment uh, in 2015. I just, I'll never forget. And I know like the first few that I listened to and yeah, I, that was my right out of the gate. <clears throat> that was yeah. real, real early. Yeah. Yeah. And my kids were, I mean, you know, so that's what six years ago. So yeah, I mean, they were little cause they're, they're nine and six now. And so I was like, this is amazing. A lot of these people and a lot of them I'm listening to were, were women that happen to be moms and blah, blah, blah. And like, they have like studios in their house and, and I'm like, this is awesome. I could do this. You know, you think about these things differently whenever you got the little people to take care of. And so 
I always wanted to do it. And basically the timing, I guess, just wasn't right. I don't know. I never went for it. So I started it after I'd already started Fun Love Media though. So I had the business for a while and now my podcast has been around for about a year and a half. And, um, it's been honestly one of the best things I have ever done. I mean, I'm sure you guys agree. Oh yeah, we've been having a blast. Uh, oh yeah, entirely. I, 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 we can absolutely agree with that. It, it's a lot of work, no doubt. So your yeah. show was born pre-pandemic. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was November 2019, I think, was when the first episode. Wow. Came out. Oh, what, what do we call? <clears throat> yeah. What do we call ours? Since it was born, do we have like an asterisk next to ours? It was born pandemic <laughs> during the middle of the pandemic. During- <laughs> well, it, 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 it's a it's a panda baby. It's a panda baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's now did we coin that word i just coined that <laughs> we just coined that word quick quick so, hashtag hashtag, hashtag somebody, somebody type it down hashtag. oh my god <laughs> panda baby there's a little panda panda baby so, uh, hello pita what a nice email you sent us <laughs> <laughs> um at, at the very beginning your first episode that you dropped was this primarily for people that were already um using you as a as a service for social media and things like that or was this a totally separate entity i just for whoever the hell would listen <laughs> but but the focus um was within the industry that i work so yeah i was i the show is about social media and and, and entrepreneurship you know and the journey that you go down but with a big focus on social media marketing and online marketing um which it's so funny because it just doesn't sound very fun actually now that i say it out loud um <laughs> You're like what do you but, do but, it was like uh maybe, it's maybe like, i have that. a show about online marketing huh all, the whole puzzle has started like coming together basically before my eyes over like the last year because loving social media and just being on it just because I loved it, right? Meeting people from all over the country, all over the world, and then starting to kind of use it for business, learning, 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 right? And then turning it into my own business. I had already met so many amazing people. So I start this podcast and I'm like, let's get out the list of friends, you know, and all these people that are so excellent, at, you know, in the industry of what they do. And everybody just started agreeing to come on. It was so nice. It's been such a cool, cool experience. I mean, like to look at the charts and see that like we were number like 50 something in Norway. I'm like, hang on, where's Norway again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me get at my globe. Wait, what's a globe? <laughs> Isn't Geography that wild? wasn't my strong suit, okay? It's, um, that, that's a really fun experience. We can relate to that. Speaking we, of a globe, yeah, I actually have go. a globe oh. in my hand. I love it. And let me see Thank if you. I can find Norway. It's somewhere in Europe, I think. Right? You have the world in your hands, Brian <laughs> Chambers. <laughs> He's got the whole world. Exactly. No, but we, we, we can totally relate. You know, we, we're watching our little charts as well and the download counts. Who, who do we know in Curacao? We have, we, have, we have five downloads in Curacao. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Thailand. All of a sudden, someone's like, I, I'm like picturing somebody on some tuk-tuk or on the beach. Just, it's like, neighbors don't knock. <laughs> You know, it's very exciting, actually. <laughs> this is amazing. It, it's really, it, no, it's, but Philip brings up a good point. It, it's really exciting. But I do have a question for you. When you started out with your podcast, because, because essentially we have a podcast that's grown and we've been doing our podcast for a little less than a year, actually, not even a full year yet. How was it to you? If you go back, have you ever gone back and listened to your first episode? Mm. And <laughs> I see that. I'm giving him a face like, oh, baby. The face just was like, mm, we've contemplated deleting that one. You know? <laughs> but all right. So how, yeah. how and for all it? of our listeners, you can find our first episodes by clicking. <laughs> <laughs> but how was it for you? How did you find it? Was it a little bit more difficult? Because people ask us that all the time. But I'm always I've never asked somebody who has a podcast who's continuing to do it. I know a few people that are, have started out when we did, but you've been doing it a little bit longer than we have. So I, I'm very curious how it feels or how it felt then and how it feels now. Yeah, it's those first, those first like five episodes are definitely a little rough. Actually, we might just go ahead and round it up to 10. I think it may have been first 10, maybe. <laughs> but my guests were amazing, but I'm saying like uh, maybe they didn't flow as well as they should, or maybe the audio wasn't as great. But, but, um, so yeah, so it's like anything. It was, uh, it was kind of, you know, not as easy and having to figure things out and doing things all, you know, my, by myself and, and all those things. And now it's, um, it's like, like I said it, well, no, that was about the, other, but basically it's, it's really part of 
my overall business. So it's just on my calendar. Like this is happening. And, and I'm sure that I've gotten clients from that too. Right. Probably. Cause a lot of businesses do that. You know, they'll start a podcast for that reason, not because they're trying to get advertisers, but because it's like part of their overall marketing strategy for their business, you know, just to get the word out. And that's not really what I had in mind. I really just wanted my own show and I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> and, I thought, and I happen to know about social media. So let's talk about that. But, but yeah, I think it's much easier now. It's still just as fun. Thank goodness. I'm not sick of it. <laughs> and I always say, you know, I want to go from thousands of listeners to millions. Did, did you think you would get sick of it? Is that what you say that? Did you think of eventually no. you were like, I I'll do it for a little bit and see, but it'll, it may fizzle I, out. You know what? No, I didn't think I would. And I hoped I, I wouldn't, you know, get, get sick of it. And I had hoped it would be like a truly like long-term thing. Millions of listeners being like the destination type, the goal. And, um, I still feel that way. It's amazing. It's just so powerful what you can do with it, right? Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. They combine years of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales to offer big marketing and media products at small business prices. To learn more, visit our Facebook page or email us at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. And now back to the show. Well, I was so glad to have you on here with us. It's just been a thrill. You're so busy and I see you all over the place. It's like, I should call her. I should, we, we should connect. We, we should do this more often. Um, so I'm really thankful that you are taking time to come on the show with us. Because I know how busy you are. You have a family going on probably right now around you. I don't know how you're keeping your house under control. It looks like everything's calm and and working out. Um, they, they've all, they were all threatened before we started. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Mom, not again. Um, but is it your husband now works with you? Is that correct? You guys now do the business together? He does. He does a few things and he does actually help with my business. Yeah. So, and, and that's, that's actually a really cool a little inspiring moment in time to share with people, somebody that might need that kind of word right now. Like, you know, obviously 2020, Specifically, we can kind of like just deem that year as being over a difficult year overall for, for obvious reasons. And um, like a lot of people, he lost his job and he worked in construction for uh, like the whole time I've known him forever since he was a teenager for 24 years. He worked in construction and, um, you know, the long hours he'd leave the house at like 430 in the morning. Sometimes he worked out of town for months at a time. We only saw each other every few weeks. I mean, it's been a hell of a journey with his career and like a lot of people he lost his job in 2020, yet we have been wanting him to be able to work at home like I did and kind of live that more flexible life and be around the kids a lot more. And I will never forget when he called me that day, he had a feeling something was going on. I mean, you know, a lot of things were going on in 2020. And he called me and he told me, I lost my job. Da, da, da. So he says, so what do you think? Like tomorrow, do I hit the pavement and start going and looking for another job? Or is this our chance? And I was like, this is our chance. <laughs> and it was this moment I'll never forget. And we were both like so scared because we always had that cushion of the corporate construction job and the benefits and all the things that come with it. And we just said, screw it. Let's just try to live this cool life that we want to live. And that's what we've done. And now, I don't know, that was August of 2020. It's been a little while and we swapped places. Yeah, I'm really, that. it's really... Yeah, really I, I do. I, I love that you guys are, are having more time together. And I, I think that's it's it's tough. It really is tough, especially these days when it, I think it's very, very common for two parents to work. Well, it's one of the best things we've ever done because now, I mean, yeah, we're, we're both working and but but it's a whole new life. Like we, you know, I think I think a lot of times people, all of us, we've we have been in situations and a lot of people currently probably where you know, you feel like this is just your life. Like you're not going to make, you're not going to change it. Like that would be so much. So why would I do that? And you just don't ever do it. Right. Or a lot of people don't ever do it. And I just wasn't going to be that person. Yeah. Now. That's, and I think that's inspirational and wonderful because you're exactly right. I mean, so many of my friends and family over the years have said, Oh, you know, if things had just gone this way, I would have done X. There's no other country that I know of on the planet that offers as much opportunity for anybody just to go do whatever they want to do. 
Yeah. Right. So why not embrace it? Why not grab it? I, mean, I, O'Brien, I know. Isn't you that crazy? Are... As much as we we bitch about what is wrong with our country, and there's a lot of of work to do, right? There there's so many things that we need to work on, but in general, just the opportunities that we have compared to other parts of the world is just incredible when you think about it. It yeah. really is. Brittany here is, is is living proof. Brian, you're living proof. You just have to make the choice. You just have to do it. You have yeah. to make the choice. I, you know, my, my wife is started her own business, and it was scary because she was, as far as income goes, my wife was bringing in more income w- with her job. And, you know, she's been a hustler. And, and when she told me, you know, she was supportive for me when I said, hey, I want to be an actor, be a professional actor and, and work in theater and things like that. And, and, and she supported me. And then when she came along and said, I want my own business. I want to do this. I was, you know, couldn't say anything, but all right, let's do it. And, and it's been, it's been a, a road for us. It's, I'm, I'm not going to say that it's easy, but it's definitely worth it as far as the fulfillment aspect for us. It's huge. And just to know, like, you're one of those people, like, right? Like, so ever since we were all kids, you know, you saw somebody come to your, your junior high school or your high school or your college or what, or some sort of business conference on stage telling you their inspiring story, how they used to do this. And now they do that. It's amazing. And you're like, okay, you know, and then, <laughs> and, but then, you know, you, you decide I'm going to be that person. I don't want to sit in the audience anymore. And I don't mean that just because I like the spotlight, although I do, but, um, <laughs> I, you know, I love I, how that comes in. It was, it was I, like, it's like, we almost, uh, you almost got through that sentence without saying that. <laughs> it was really, really inspiring. And then I just, bam. no, I mean, you know, Hey, gotta be real. No, I, I do love the spotlight, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I'm serious. You know, you think about, I could be that person. I could be the person that's, that was, you know, on that, that stage talking and inspiring people or whatever. And, and that's, and then social media plays into that, right? Like in my, in my world and in lots of people's world. And that's actually what, cause I think with anything, right. You have to have some sort of passion behind to, to push what you're doing in your career, if you want to be super happy. And so for me, it's that it's like showing the possibility of what social media does, because honestly, my life would be not anything at all, zero of what it is without social media. And these, these dancing videos, like it seems so weird and random. And I appreciate your honesty, Philip, because I would probably think the same thing when I first watch it. <laughs> But it's it's amazing what it's done to my life, the people I've met, the opportunities. My business has grown because of it. I'm I'm about I'm about to speak at a Peloton event. It's, oh, that's it's, awesome! Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Congratulations! Well, Thank and, you. And, 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 so and it's just honesty. beautiful if you if you decide, okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna use social media for good. It's just absolutely amazing what it can do. For well, your life. well, I have two questions that kind of um, branch off of that. The, the first, well, a statement and then two questions. First of all, uh, though my reaction was, "What the fuck did I just watch?" You should know that. You had me smiling, and that's hard to do, so I really appreciate it. My qu- first question, when, when do we get to see your husband dancing on the treadmill? Is that coming up on, on one of these social media drops? And, and actually, okay, as a follow-up to that, what do your kids think about this? Because, I mean, you're a big presence on social media. Do they, do they have well, any thoughts about this? I mean, I'm assuming that their friends are seeing you on social media. I'd be like, oh, well, I, there's mom again, yeah, dancing yeah. on the treadmill. <laughs> what does your mom do again? <laughs> that, that's totally what it's like in my house. Like, they're not really phased by anything. Sometimes they'll participate in a video with me. Sometimes they don't care. Like, you just never know what you're going to get. Um, they, I do think that they're under, like, they, I do think that they've called me famous to people and it's precious. They're little, they're nine and six. It's very, very sweet. And, and they like to be on camera and we're okay with that. You know, each family does their own thing. I bet you and love, so, I bet you love that though. Just, you like, there's like, Oh, mom's famous. You're like just smile. <laughs> like you to take a breath. Okay, honey. <laughs> oh Thanks, honey. <laughs> like, yeah. you, but no, they're, they're definitely, used, they're definitely used to, used to it. Like they're not like the fact that I go and dance on a treadmill. Like I, you know, I, usually once a week I film, you were asking earlier about the filming. It's like a ring light. I have it set up with my phone in the home gym, which unfortunately doesn't have very good lighting. We need to work on that. Um, but yeah, I just set it up and I usually like batch record. And I mean, sometimes that serves as maybe my workout that day. And I will tell them, I'm like, okay, I'm going to record some videos in the gym. And they just know they're like, okay, bye. Mom, mom's going to be dancing. It's cool. <laughs> totally normal. It's cool. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, I, I love that. Although we are going to have this conversation again with you in the teenage years. And if boys still seeing you dancing, I was like, I want to hear what is being said in your household at that point. <laughs> I, that's so cute, though. Like, 
my mom's famous. Damn right, sweetie. Don't forget your juice box. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't forget <laughs> it. You, you know? tell him, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's right. You get on that bus. You spread the word. Well, you know, Philip, I'm living vicariously through you with your daughter because she's telling all of her teachers that, you know, oh, my dad and his friend have a podcast and that they're famous <laughs> and, and things like that. And I'm yeah. like, I, and I don't, I don't correct that. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, it, we it, are. Yeah, it's actually a <laughs> similar story because when she says, she goes, yeah, you know, neighbors don't knock. And she looks at them like, of course you know this, you know. Oh, that's precious. And yeah. she also brings wine. Like, what kind of child is this, magic? She's, she's amazing. Okay, so my <laughs> second question. With, with social media being the, um, the industry that it is now that you're participating in, and, and I know that there are lots of different companies that do, you know, serious, high-level corporate social media support for, for really big uh, organizations. I know that there are uh, consultants such as you in, in your company. Are there things like conventions that happen that that you attend and is it, is, it, is it at that level now where it's there are i mean i don't i don't go to any because i don't have time for that shit but... wait that a minute my favorite I, I love the positivity that I mean, might be my favorite that answer <laughs> that might be I'm my favorite answer people. On the show. i'm working people uh no no <laughs> no honestly I, I COVID did kind of mess up opportunities for that to happen you know and and go to things like that for a good while but yes there are conventions well you you've been to a few or you've been asked to, to speak to a lot of different people I, i've seen you post a lot of things that you you've done uh, various talks mm -hmm. and things like that but you just mentioned the peloton what what is that specifically the peloton event is uh they call it peloton homecoming um and it's an it's an event they have every year which now is it's it's virtual this year in 2021 of course um it used to be in person but homecoming in the sense of like you know like a home like homecoming at a at a school like you know everybody comes back home gets together and so they would have it in person where they would have special events they would have live rides so you, you would pay register go to the actual event like a business conference but for peloton and yeah like fun. And, and i understand this because because i i'm a peloton rider and in fact we are we're actually yes. friends on Peloton. We're Peloton friends. We're Peloton yes. friends, yes. <laughs> but but for, for our listeners that aren't in the Peloton world or in that world, that I just wanted to, to get that clarification what it is because many people don't know. So they've yeah. asked you to come and speak. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's a virtual thing. And it's funny because I at the time of, of the talk, I'm going to be in Las Vegas in a hotel room. So <laughs> I'm like trying to double check the Wi-Fi to make sure everything works well. But basically it's it's an event to bring the community together. Honestly, the Peloton community and and no, they don't pay me to say this is actually quite strong and amazing. And it's because of them is really why a lot of things in my life have been um been so fantastic lately because everybody kind of bands together. And so that homecoming event really brings people together. And even virtual, you know, they're having different chats. So the one I'm I'm doing is with three of the instructors and myself and then I think one other member. And we'll have a mom chat, a Peloton mom chat. And they have lots of different events and chats and they have a speech from the CEO and it's just so fun. It's fun to be a part of a community. There you go again, social media, right? Like there's all kinds of communities, right? Different interests and things that you can be involved in. And it's really special. Well, Brittany, we wish you nothing but luck at that conference. That sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, thank you. Thank you. And yeah, I hope, I hope that great. lots of people tune into what, what you're um, going to be speaking about because you obviously have just so much to share that you're willing to openly share. And I know that you, your livelihood comes from supporting people's social media and, and getting paid for advice. So being willing to come on our show and do your own podcast where you give free advice and free inspiration. All of our guests have always been very uplifting, very positive people that help other people just by their nature. And you definitely fit the bill. So I thank you for that tremendously. Thank you so much. That that's I really appreciate that. And that's really the goal. I mean, I, I make my jokes in the spotlight and all that. But but in all seriousness, all all I ever wanted since I was a child is to perform in front of millions of people and help them smile and help them laugh. And it just feels good. You know, I just know, I just knew always in my heart that that's where I belonged, but I always assumed it would be like on full house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I've heard you say that. I've, I've listened to several of your podcasts. I, I've heard you say that. What is it about full house before we, I, I know we're trying to wrap up here, but you, you have, is there's something, was it, was it uncle Jesse? 
Well, I mean, it, what is it? It's okay. It's the whole shebang. And it's so funny. Cause I thought about it whenever with you, with you guys, with neighbors don't knock. Cause you know, you know, you think about a sitcom, there's always like the neighbor and they just walk in. in. They just walk he comes in. in. Yeah. Just like through the back, there's a back kitchen door usually like back. that kind of thing. It makes it so much creepier. That's the back <laughs> kitchen door too. <laughs> but, they but come like through okay. the backyard. No, 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 no. Be, but, okay. But that's what, in my mind, that's what I was picturing. Because you don't come in the front door. That's that's no. where the official knock comes in. If you know everyone, you're walking in the back door. So it's, it's, it's that awkwardness. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, full house. And it was Uncle Jesse. It's Danny Tanner. It's I mean, I'm you know, I'm like obsessed with Candace Cameron Bure in real life. I'm, I'm like following her on Instagram. I'm watching all of her things. She's just so precious. I'm really I mean, honestly, though, that's it's kind of neat how we have those things from our childhood. Right. That are just special little TV shows or movies or something like that. And then they when they did a reboot on Netflix, Fuller House. Were, were, were you into the reboot? Were you are the reboot? Were you into that? Yes. <laughs> and, and then and then they then it ended, and I'm like, what are you people doing Is, to me? Isn't that sad when they just they're like a show? They're like, well, we don't have anything else, and they just stop. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just like you All know right, what rug pulled out from under me. You know what? You know me. I'm I'm about as libertarian as it gets, but I truly believe. <laughs> That they should make a law that they can't do that. Yeah, yeah wrap some shit up. Right. <laughs> Give me like, some closure. Exactly. <laughs> if you sign, if you like the pilot and you're willing to support that damn show, okay, studio, pony up. You're giving us a final episode. You don't get to drop <laughs> us after some random season. Or at least do what Say by the Bell did when they put they do those movie two part episodes or whatever. <gasps> Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? That's all you need to do. You don't have to oh, make a full season. Oh, can we put season. that? Can we put that out there? A uh, full or fuller house. Um, movie, please. Like, I mean, just like a two part, on. like a two part TV movie or something. Yes. I'll yeah. start. Yes. The, I'll start the petition tomorrow. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm gonna call it's, Candace. It's Cameron gonna be that and bring Firefly thing. back. Well, and here okay. We go. So <laughs> y- you mentioned you mentioned Danny Tanner and Uncle Jesse, but you didn't mention. Cut it out. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so was it more Uncle Jesse or more Danny Tanner that you'd be like, I'm I'm sorry, oh. honey, I'm leaving you for him. Oh, you know what? Back in the day it would have been Uncle Jesse. But I gotta It's tell the hair, y'all. right? It's the hair or the like, or was it the motorcycle? <laughs> well, he he's a singer and it was kind of like there you, you know, go. Yeah, but nowadays I've made a shift over into the Bob Saget territory, and uh, I'm, oh. I'm, to- I'm, I'm but don't, but don't tell his wife. I actually know his wife, so. <laughs> so wait, wait, Kelly, Bob Kelly, Saget's. You know Bob Saget's <laughs> wife. Well, you need to tell her to listen to our show. <laughs> so when, it's funny though, because whenever I met her, which by the way, I met her through social media, and she's amazing and, and beautiful and talented. But it's funny because I told my husband Ryan, and and I know I don't know if I ever told her this. I was like, how long do I wait? until I tell her how obsessed I am with Full House, is it going to be awkward if I just go ahead and break the ice now? Or do we wait till later? And he's like, Brittany, be cool. (laughs) Be cool. You know, my only thought, and this is coming from me, if if I was in your shoes, I'd almost feel like I want to break the ice prior to getting invited over. Because I feel like it's creepier when you show up and they find out how obsessed you are. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! It's Danny Tanner. No, I did. I I broke the ice. I did it gently. I didn't totally freak out on her. We. It was a smooth process. Everything's fine. Well, when you say smooth process, how? What do you mean? How did that conversation even start? <laughs> I mean, to, to just call up like, "Hey, what are you doing?" By the way. <laughs> <laughs> on instagram instagram messenger social media coming to the My rescue life is, it's it's all about social media brian come on well uh, in in the off chance that she, she does not have the opportunity to catch the show which i'm not sure why she wouldn't you know find the time to do that if she doesn't happen to listen you can let her know please for me that being born in 1980 i of course grew up uh loving the show just like you did the first time i heard Bob Saget's stand-up routine. I, I I didn't know if I was crushed or amazed, right? Like, what just came out of that man's mouth? I, I, I know, right? Like, oh my gosh! It's like he goes from the most wholesome character on television to like the filthiest mouth behind a microphone. But everyone said they loved him though oh, on am- the set. Oh, he's he's hilarious. Everyone said they loved him on the set. So I mean, I I I say good good for Bob. 
Heck yeah. Good for Bob. I, you know? I, if I could play both sides of the spectrum, I would too. That's fantastic. Absolutely. I'm all about it. You, yeah, if y'all look at him on social media, it's really funny. He does lean to that. Just just inappropriate enough with the videos, like just little hints of things and him and his cigar. It's really quite entertaining. So I've definitely <laughs> shifted. I've shifted. No offense. I mean, gotta love Uncle Jesse. He's still very beautiful, but we're going to shift over to the Bob Saget side. <laughs> Hey man, it, Bob get he deserves some love. I, I Uncle Jesse got it got a lot of love for many years. He got so much attention back in the day. He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brittany, thank you so much for coming on. Um, for any of you guys that are interested in learning more about what Brittany does, getting involved with her and her business, you can find her. Uh, go to her on social media if you haven't heard it already. She's on there somewhere. You know, you find her, or you can go to brittanycrossan.com. And you can, or you can go to funlovemedia.com or check her podcast out, socialsunshinepodcast.com, or just go to any platform that you listen to your podcast, type it in, Social Sunshine Podcast. You're going to find her there. Uh, we're going to put everything in the episode description. So if you're missing any of this, you're going to be able to catch it. Absolutely. Brittany's not uh, just on social media. She's everywhere on social media. So be sure to check her out. Brittany, thank you so, so much for taking the time to chat with us and spread some interesting information about your world and some positivity. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I really had a blast. I'm so glad. we. You have an open invitation anytime. Anytime Watch to come out. on the show. Hey, hey, you know, come join us. You know, we, we, it's it's wine o'clock every time we record, right? Whenever you walk through the door, buddy, it is wine o'clock. <laughs> it's wine o'clock. But you guys know that you can go to NeighborsDon'tKnock.com to catch previous episodes and catch up on all of the previous guests we've had it's awesome and catch new episodes every friday drop us a line on social media peace out Brittany. thank you thank you